0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is another episode of Because He Did. Um, If you guys have been listening to our podcast for a while, you might have remembered um, a guy named Justin Bloss on here. What a couple? What was it? A couple of months ago? It was, yeah. uh, That he was on the episode. But this last week, it was actually his birthday, Um, and I remember. So Justin and I both work for the college ministry, and so does Tucker. But we both work for the college ministry. We go out to RROs to try to get new students for this next year, and I remember that for his birthday, his wife had sent me like a little graphic about his surprise birthday party, and I'm like, okay, you just sent this to me, I gotta keep this a secret when I talk to Justin, and I remember there was this time at the RRO that I was taking a picture of him to send to his wife, and he almost like looked at my phone. And I kind of, like, tried to hide the phone from him, even though he knew I was texting his wife. And I was like, this looks so bad. Like, it looks like I'm suspiciously texting his wife. But it was good, because I kept the secret, you know what I mean? And then a couple weeks pass, okay? And so this last week, it's a surprise birthday party. It's on a Tuesday night. The plan, which I did not know any of this, I was given time, date, or time, date, and like location to go and what to bring and stuff like that um, for the surprise party, <laughs> but I didn't even think about it. But the plan was that Allison was gonna take Justin because it was on a Young Adult Tuesday night. And yeah. so the plan was for her to take him, pick up some of their friends, and go to Young Adult. That's what's going in Justin's mind. Um, <laughs> I didn't know any of this. Didn't even look at the address on the invitation. And so we show up early because, like to make sure we're ready for the surprise. But I just do not even think about it and I go to his house. And so I get there, because it's at someone else's house, the surprise party. And so I get there and I go up, you know, confident. I'm on time, it's 6.30, 15 minutes. My thought was that Justin was going to come there, like Allison was gonna have him out of the house. and he gets back, and there's a surprise party. And so I walk up, and I see this car like in front of the house. And I was like, okay, like other people are here. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> so I walk up. We look through their little window. We're like, oh, the dogs are out. Somebody's home. And so we knock on the door. No answer. We knock again. No answer. We ring the doorbell allison opens up the door and she said you know it's at someone else's house right and i said no i did not <laughs> <laughs> and, so we ran. and somehow he didn't he was apparently in the shower and like he even had a ring doorbell on it. and for some reason like his phone's had having problems like looking at the ring doorbell and so oh my God! That was like perfect timing.
1: I can't believe you didn't.
0: Spoil and so it. I was like, "Wow!" Like I did everything possible to spoil to this birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Dang it!" Like oh, I feel so gosh. bad, but you know, we showed up there, and he was genuinely surprised, oh like my goodness, both goodness. times, because I knew, like that time at RRO, if he looked at my phone, like he would have saw the graphic. <laughs> and it would have been really bad, but somehow I didn't spoil it. I'm so, really proud of you. Good job, I know. Christian. Good job, Christian. Uh, don't tell me secrets, I
1: guess. <laughs> well, if you're still around after listening to that story, hopefully you made it all the way through. I did. That was funny. I did not, so I had not heard that story <laughs> okay. before at all. I had no yeah. idea. Justin even mentioned something about that to me today at church, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. like, what? And he's like, you know my birthday, like the surprise party, and I was like, no. no. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, but for those of you who have stuck around this episode is actually a little bit different um, you'll notice obviously looking at the episode title that we don't have somebody's name attached to this episode Um we're, we actually want to try and start doing something a little bit different we're still going to continue the the testimony podcast this is just um, we want to do more um, I think with this podcast and, and honestly like with you guys the listeners and so um for this episode, um, we're going to be talking about a, a specific topic. Um, something mm-hmm. that this is hopefully this will still be a fun episode. As, uh, you know, hopefully these things will still be enjoyable to listen to, but a little bit more serious as far as like we're not doing. Well, I say that we opened with a fun intro story, so yeah. maybe not that. N- not more maybe serious. Not sort of more serious. I wouldn't say more serious, but more maybe more direct um, mm-hmm. in going after something that we specifically want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for our first topical episode, I think that's what we're going to refer to them as, yeah. um, we're going to be talking about testimonies. So, you know, we've started this whole podcast about testimonies, you know, based on, you know, like, oh, we want to dive into people's testimonies and 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 hear what God has done and is doing in their lives, you know, and allow mm-hmm. them to kind of share some of those things and, and for us to be able to walk kind of um, through their testimony with them. but. Not everybody actually knows, you know, what a testimony is or what that, what that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe um, if they do, I think that there are a lot of questions that hopefully we're going to be able to dive into and answer like, you know, why do we share those? Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, what What's the purpose behind that? You know, how do we actually share the Like, should we be sharing those in person? Um, you know, what makes a good testimony or a bad testimony? And so we really want to spend some time um, together with you guys just talking about what what is a testimony and, and answering some of those questions with you so so christian you have some questions i think to start us off what, yeah so what i think got? that's
0: the first one i mean it's you just hit it right there is what is a testimony uh, like how would you define it even because if we don't know how to define it we yeah. can't move forward from there
1: yeah um and so The way that that we have been, um, this is not like the Oxford Dictionary Mm -hmm. definition of a testimony, but the way that we have kind of defined it has been the story of of you and your relationship with God. You know, the Mm -hmm. way that He has, um, I think, come into your life and how He has changed it through that. So, um, But it also, I I think, to, to, to really tell the story of your relationship with God, you also have to include, you know, the 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 before like what your life looked like before and so it it really is like your testimony um like i said it's the story of of you and your relationship with god but it can take you know the the length of your life you know we believe that we've said that i think on a couple of episodes that they're always growing yeah do you have anything to add to that well i
0: I would just say like yeah i don't think we can't condense your testimony to a few minutes Mm. and so like if you think, oh, my testimony is just what I share at a service, or just what I yeah. share at a small group, it's like no, like your testimony is so much more than that. Like there are books, even in the Bible, written about how God has worked in people's lives. Um, and if you look at like literally books of like biographies and stuff, like you yeah. could read about people and their testimony and how they
1: walked with the Lord.
0: Yeah. And so C.S. I Lewis has one us.
1: called "Surprised by Joy," and it is the story of like really him coming to christ Mm -hmm. um and and it's not the full thing because it stops like when he meets christ like like when that relationship begins that's the end of the book and it's Mm -hmm. an entire book Mm -hmm. um and and that's just a a, i think just paints a picture of like that's a fraction of his testimony you know he went on to be this prolific writer and stuff and and but it's the same with us you know like i think you can you can really dive into your testimony and it, it can be um full of incredible depth if you were willing to like take a look at it that way
0: yeah for sure and I think like the second purpose of the testimony not only to recap what God has done in your life but also I think there's a purpose behind it in the sense of like it is for the purpose of reaching others like I think it is evangelistic in all of its senses like I don't think like the reason the way shares their testimony on Sunday nights is not just because they think it's cool or whatever like I really think it's a gospel call at the beginning of the service just so that people can relate to college students instead of just hearing a preacher Um, because I do think like like I don't know like we have gotten our mindset of oh people can only be saved in that Sunday sermon but I really think like it's people's stories that impact others and like just seeing real examples of that instead of just a preacher who does that for a living like it's people who like live this out like college students that live that out that is impactful
1: which is unique you know even like thinking about the way service which is where we kind of got the idea like that was the first time i i, mm-hmm. I saw people sharing their testimony on a regular basis mm-hmm. um but it, it is unique you know like travis's sermons are incredibly impactful and he actually shares his testimony throughout those things like he shares yeah. portions of it as he preaches um and i know that those impact students you know they, they sure. impacted me but there are also many many students who the reason they kept coming back was the testimonies like there was something about that or or a specific testimony that that almost mirrored a a portion of their life and it it did like I think it provided some of that hope of like this person has been through something that that, like I've also experienced and and look where they're at like look what God is doing with them and and the hope that they have.
0: Yeah and I think like when I like talk about like the first time I went to the way and just the impact of people's testimonies like I don't know there was just something different about that testimony and just the fact that like it was like i mean sometimes you listen to people that just aren't excellent communicators but for me like that's sometimes more impactful because it's just like oh they're like just opening from their heart and that is evident more evident that it is an excellent communicator um and i just think about the like time that i went to college and like i was in a small group and we just gathered around the fire and shared our testimonies and like that was so impactful to hear because the depths of those relationships grew so much deeper. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a reason that our community groups every year start with the leaders sharing their testimonies. Yeah. It's because like that leads to depth. Yeah. I think it talks and in terms of like
1: relationships. Um, I yeah. actually do have a question. So um, kind of on that 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 same idea of like mm-hmm. why we actually share them, do you think that when Paul talks about um, being ready to give an answer for why you believe? Like, do you mm. think that he is talking about, like, your testimony? Like, it, like obviously he's not saying, like, be ready to give your testimony, but, like, do you think that that is maybe partly what he's referring to there?
0: Yeah, I think, like, the idea of, like, how can we best spread the gospel? Like, I don't think—and I think apologetics are great, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the most effective way to relate with others and to, to actually— Understand their struggles that they're going to through. Like, I really don't think that it's hard to get to someone. Like, have a deep conversation with people. Like, you can have deep conversation with people not centered around Christ and mm-hmm. be like, "This is what I'm struggling with." Like, people, especially now, like with social media, like people are open with their struggles, and sometimes they just disregard that. But like now, you're pressing into this deep issue, and now you can, with your testimony, relate to that person and say. Hey, this is how Christ has guided me through this, or this is how God is working in this, um, and I think that's so much more powerful than um, just like a five-step plan to get out of this or fix yourself or whatever. Like, or a five-step plan to follow God. Like, even that. Like, I, I think it's just that idea of like relating yourself and relating yourself to Scripture. Like, we even talked about this in our Sunday school class. Um, we were going through. Um, Jesus being at the temple as a boy and I was like why is this so important for us to not only see Jesus as a 12 year old but to see Mary and Joseph struggle in the sense of like there are multiple times that they have had divine interactions about who Jesus is Mm -hmm. and they still didn't understand what Jesus was saying even as a 12 year old and so it's like why is that important for us to understand it's because what we are relating to the people in scripture and that is powerful and I think we relate to people in Scripture. Now, this is not the only goal of reading Scripture, but yeah. when you read Scripture, like, when you relate to people, you relate to them in different seasons of your life, yeah. and it means so much more. I think that's when Scripture, like, jumps off the page. Now, that's a tangent to testimonies, but... That's good. Um, I think, yeah. like, Scripture is just an example of testimonies, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's full of them, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess as we kind of guide through the question, like, just real practically, like... How do you know what parts to share of your story? Because I think, like, the reason... Like, I think this is where people get confused with the testimony. And definitely before they share on Sunday nights, like, they need to be taught about what a testimony all entails. Um, But, like, sometimes we get in the habit of just sharing our whole life story and being like, I went through this in middle school and I went through this in high school. And it's like, okay, like, what's the purpose of sharing all of that? Um, Like, are you just basically just wanting attention and, like, really just pointing things to how you were a victim or whatever it is, um, or does it have a purpose of pointing others to Jesus and saying, hey, like, through this, like, yes, I did go through, like, for me, like, I had difficult things in my childhood, like, but the purpose of those is not to show attention to myself, but to, like, show God in that and how he works through that and even, like, miraculously works through that, and so, um... I guess with that, like, what do you have on thoughts on, like, what parts of your life and your testimony is your life, um, yeah. Yeah. like, what parts should you share with another person? Uh,
1: you know, some of it does come down to who you're talking to um, and, and if you know, like, parts of their life and stuff, but, like, if you're, you know, kind of like, like they do at The Way on mm-hmm. Sunday nights, you know, like, if you want to share, like, man, like, your five minute you know kind of test me if you've got five minutes to share somebody you know like hey like this is this is kind of like why i believe like this is how god has like worked in my life like this is you know where i came from like i think you share like a couple of snapshots i think you share um this is this is i think hopefully practical but like you share man like where I was like you know like what kind of person I was before you know like yeah. whether that's as like a little kid or, or whether that was like a year ago before you met Christ and then you share what led you to actually meet him like how you yeah. came to a place where like oh like my, my introduction to Christ and and my intro, like as far as like this is where I've started a relationship with him now and then I think you touch on the things that like you know what whenever we talk about stuff like this um, in like our small group um, and we split up guy girl time you know like we tell people like hey like you know you don't you know be as detailed or as undetailed as you want mm-hmm. and that's up to you but like i think you still you try to share like the impactful moments you know whether that is trauma that like you've overcome and and that can be a scary thing and you don't want to just be you know vulnerable with whoever mm-hmm. but but i also think that there's some power in that like i think that that is something that god works miraculously through is like that vulnerability Um, I think that you see that at the way. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to share, again, like in all of those moments, even in the running away, like I think you share how lost you were in that Mm -hmm. moment. Like you, because, you know, at the time you may not have felt that way, but looking back, like there is a realization of, man, like Christ was missing from the picture. And now, like, and this is where he, like he is now in the picture and this is how he fits in and and what that looks like. And um, I keep thinking actually of, um, I had a friend um, from from the way who went to a Mormon church, um, I've I shared this story with several people now because it was just such a a, a crazy um, thing. But one of the things that he mentioned about it was that at the end of the service, he went in um, with the mindset of he was actually trying to evangelize to some 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 Mormon people who were also trying to evangelize him <laughs> yeah. um, um, to the Mormon church, but. At the, I think it was at the end of one of the services that they had that he stuck around for, they had, like, an open mic for testimonies, and the, the testimonies that they shared, like, it actually, like, I remember him saying, like, how, like, sad those testimonies were, like, Christ was not present in them at all. Like, it was more, I think, closer to the example that you shared at the beginning, um, or even, like, like, somewhere along the way, though, like, they... Like, obviously, like, we we don't believe that the Mormon Church actually follows Christ. Um, And and I think that's evident in many things, but their testimony being one of them. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I guess with that, like, with that not being Christ at the center, like, how do you put Christ at the center of your testimony? Because I remember, um, I think it was a couple of years ago now, but there was having this big testimony night at our church, and... um, Basically, the guy was like, yeah, I've just been reading over my testimony. And it's like, I just want Christ to be more involved in it. Like, I just want Christ to be the reason and the purpose. And like, I have to literally put everything in my testimony on the table and say, is Christ in this? Um, but mm. what, like, what advice would you give to someone who is like, like, how do mm. I put Christ at the center of
1: my story, the center of my testimony? I mean, one, I think you have to recognize for yourself that the most important part of your testimony is, like, the moment that, like, it becomes about, that your life became about Christ. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think if that is, like, if that is the most important part of your sermon, if you see yeah. that as the most important part of your sermon, yeah. or, sorry, not sermon, your testimony, yeah. um, I think that, that that is a practical way. I, I, maybe not practical. Mm-hmm. That might be a little bit heady. but, But I also think that, like, the more you, like, look back at your testimony, like, the more you dig into it, the more, like, Christ becomes present in it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, the more, because I actually believe that, like, he's there during all of it. So, like, when I share my testimony and I share um, about the brokenness, like, that I experienced as as a kid Mm -hmm. and, and, like, how I ran from him for years and years and years, like, Mm I did not feel like in those moments that Christ was present, like, and honestly, like the first time I shared that testimony or, or that I shared that part of my testimony, like, Christ was not like, like I didn't share that testimony with Christ being present in that picture. But I look back and I, and I can point at several moments now where, like, man, like Christ was actually chasing me down the whole time. And so, you know, like, because I, I, I agree, like I think that your testimony should be centered around Christ. It, mm-hmm. it, it's all about Christ. That's what makes it a testimony. Mm-hmm. But I also think that there is like some level of growing in seeing christ present in your life does that make sense like no i
0: think for sure like i mean if you even look at the book of esther is what something we've been studying it's it's like that is the one book in the bible where god is not mentioned um and so if we look at that as an example it's like god is working behind the scenes and if you can't see it and i think the important thing to acknowledge in your testimony is like to have that Like have a story arc, almost like, almost be like, yeah, like, yes, I went through these things, but here is how God worked through that. Yeah. Um, Because again, you don't want it to be confusing. Because when I read Esther, it's like, (laughs) where is God in all of this? Is the question I ask. Um, But you don't want to leave the people who are listening to your testimony unclear about that answer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, I guess with that, like you talked about. Um, being open about your struggles and um, your testimony, but how, like, what would you recommend to someone? Like, how much do I open up? Like, what what advice would you give on man. that sense? Because, and what's the impact? What's the impact, I guess, of opening up and how much in your testimony?
1: Man, yeah. As far as like how much to mm-hmm. open up, um, man, I actually don't know. Like, of a a practical you know like a solid like hey this is how you measure how much to share i'm sure that there are there are certain environments like um so part of mine um part of my testimony that i've shared on here uh, Mm -hmm. and and at the ways that you know like um sexual abuse is like a part of my my early testimony and 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 with that um like there are just certain crowds that like i would not share that around like you know like young kids like if you had to share your testimony like you know I'm like there, there's that stuff one. that I like you yep. probably don't need to talk about that um but you can still reference the brokenness in that and stuff yeah. um but in general like i actually think the more you know like there, there, there's some level of like it needs to be something that like you can share like mm-hmm. if it's not something that you've processed or worked through yourself like yeah. like if there's trauma like that like i'm not encouraging you like hey like you just need to share that with everybody yeah. you should share that with somebody like you yeah. should talk through that like I think it's important to deal with that, that trauma and not keep that hidden. Mm-hmm. But until it's something that you've processed and, like, begun to, like, see Christ heal you from, like, that's a hard thing to share. And so, like, I, I, I personally, like, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but I will say that, that when you can share it, it is incredibly, like, like I know that our testimonies are actually for others, but they also like encourage us like so for me like being able to share that part of my testimony and actually bring that into the light Mm -hmm. was so important because it it wasn't confession it wasn't you know something that i had done sinfully but it was something that like had happened to me and something that christ had redeemed me from and 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 in that like you recognize i think the redemption that that takes place there and and so it it's freeing for you but it also like is so impactful for other people i i more than anything else I have done, more than, I've been able to, you know, like, I've been blessed to be able to preach at the Way once, and and I teach a Sunday school class in a small group, but like, more than any of the teaching that I've done, more than any of the conversations that I've had about anything else, about the Bible, about theology, um, I think I've actually had the most impact through sharing um, that part of my trauma and and that part of my testimony. Like, opening up about that, like, has impacted more people, um, I think, than I could ever do, like, like, purposely trying to reach people, if that makes sense. No,
0: for sure. I think there's like incredible power in sharing those broken parts yeah. of your past or even your present. Um, I actually it was funny because I, well, it's not super funny, but like, I was just sitting in the office this last week, and I don't know how it even happened, but like, someone just opened up about like some of the dark things that happened in their past, and yeah. I was just literally sitting, answering phones, like, I wasn't doing anything. And I would just remember my heart being stirred in no. that moment, and I was like, "Like this is what happens when you open up." No. And I think like when you talk about um, the power of your story and why opening up is important, like the thing we say at like every leadership retreat is transparency begets transparency. And I know that the per- the way is not a perfect ministry, but the one thing that I think we really do well is the fact that we are transparent with uh, with others. No. Because there's a, there are a lot of churches, and a lot of people that. When you try to hide your sins, things go from bad to worse. And so like I think the importance of opening up is good for you, as you said, but it's also important for others and to realize, oh, I, I can take these dark things and bring them to the light. Um, and, that, and that is really what the church is supposed to be. Yeah. But um, as we kind of wrap up this part of it, like what passages are helpful for someone who's like, yeah, I just want to get better in telling my testimony and I want Scripture to be able to form um
1: what my testimony is and how to do it so um kind of we, we actually talked about this a little bit beforehand but you know um one of the interesting things is is that there's not like a passage in the bible that says like hey like this is how you share your testimony hey this is this is the definition of testimony hey yeah. like this is the parts that are, are where or when you should share or mm-hmm. anything like that but what we do see um one like we talked about earlier like there are a number of examples um throughout the old testament especially of testimonies um, one that elizabeth um pointed out was the uh in the new testament the 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 woman at the well yeah and, and just how like that's not even and and the interesting thing that she really pointed out is you know that's not even a testimony that the woman shared like yeah. but it was recorded in scripture and mm-hmm. now it's in the Bible, like it's something that impacts people throughout, but yeah, um, but with that, I, I think that there are a number of verses that, that do uh, actually throughout the Bible, I think it references the idea of sharing your testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally googled verses, you know, just like <laughs> what does the Bible say about testimony? Um, and one of the ones that that came up that is actually like I, I, I actually think that it's really really good is Psalm 71. Um, Starting in verse fifteen it says, My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come, I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone, O God. For my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. And and Honestly, like I actually think that that paints the story of the Bible in a way mm-hmm. like it is. It is people who were sharing their testimony and, and, and passing them down generation to generation to generation, which is what we're called to do as well.
0: Yeah, and I think like yeah, scripture. I definitely think it's just an example of people. I mean, it was funny because I actually it was on our podcast with Tyler talked about like ordinary people being used by an extraordinary God, yeah. and that statement has been stuck in my head. I think um, since that. And it's just that idea of, like, these people in Scripture are not. I think we have this problem of idolizing people um, in the Bible. And we think, oh, they're just these great, mighty men uh, and warriors. But actually, they're just ordinary people used by an extraordinary God. Um, But I would say, like, some other passages that are helpful. Like, we look at 1 Peter. um, This is in 3.15. It says, "...but in your hearts revere Christ as Lord." Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Um, and uh, Peter obviously goes on in that whole letter, but just that idea of like, always be prepared. Like, I don't care if you're in an airport, in a coffee shop, wherever, like, be prepared to give your testimony. Like, have it. I actually would say, like, a practical thing for you to do. Um, If you haven't already like write out your testimony because i know that sometimes when Mm -hmm. i am giving mine like i go through kind of the order the structure i have in my testimony and that helps me be organized so that i am fluent now
1: it also helps you like take a look i will say like that was a huge moment for me writing out my testimony before i gave it to the way like that was something where like you just remember a lot of stuff trying to talk through that. I didn't mean to interrupt, but man, yeah, like no. that's a that's a good practice. Like I
0: think that's just a good practical thing for you to do if you haven't already. Um, and just look over. Like I really think our testimonies we should look over yearly because like our hearts should come out. Like God speaks to us in different ways in different seasons I think and things stick out to us and so like be like hold your testimony with an open hand. Christ's at the center, but just be go back and be like these these are the impactful parts of my testimony. Cause you don't want to just be like, well, I grew up in church and then this happened. Like you wanted to formulate, that's what I loved about. I mean, Tyler, just because yes, like he was just a little bit older. And so like his testimony looked different than other. He's not that old. He looks, he actually was mistaken for, <laughs> for like 25 the other week. But in terms of, like, in comparison, <laughs> we might have to edit that out. No, we keeping that. But when you look at it in comparison to college students, it just has lived a decade longer. It's just It's just fat. <laughs> but I little more serious though, mm-hmm. like just that idea of like always changing your testimony to include all of your life. Yeah. Um, so but I think actually, another one more passage. Uh, yeah yeah, yeah, one more passage I think if you look at Mark 5, Jesus basically steps in this man's life, heals him from the demons that were possessing him. and he's like, "Oh, like I want to follow you Jesus. Like I have this fire, you just heal me. like why can't I follow you? Mm-hmm. And this is actually a time that Jesus says no and he says Jesus says to him go home to your own people and tell them how much the lord has done for you and how he has had mercy for you and so i think as we like finish this part of the the episode like i think the last advice is like go home to the people yeah. around you and tell them how much the lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on
1: you that's good so i actually i have one question i know we're yeah, running short on time it. but i i do it's one of the ones that we that we had talked about asking and the more i think about it like the more important i think it is to ask it but man what makes a good testimony and what makes a bad testimony so like we we've had a number of people on our podcast and some of them are similar yeah um, you know a lot of people fall off the track and like they they fall into sin and stuff and and there is i think a tendency in the church to look at certain testimonies as good testimonies and certain of them like are lessened in a way and so i want to ask you like for our listeners like for them um, and so they know like how we view the testimonies on our show I think and stuff like what what makes a good testimony What makes a, is, is there a good testimony is there a bad testimony like what is that so
0: I would actually say that there are more impactful ones and less impactful ones um, the important thing is that God is working in each of our lives and I think if he isn't working in your life like that's a different question and a different conversation yeah. um, but I think for you like if you're like well dang like my testimony wasn't as impactful I think like that can also be celebrated. Like, I think we talked about, like, we were talking about sermon illustrations, and you was like, dang, like, I don't have as many sermon illustrations <laughs> and crazy things that's happened in my life yeah. that I can share as illustrations, but it's like, that's, like, a good thing. Like, yeah. if you prayed a prayer when you were six, and you have faithfully grown and followed the Lord over that time, like, that is a good thing. Like, yeah. you don't need this crazy running from the Lord season. Like, yeah. that's a good thing that you are... Missing that, and you're just have been faithfully following the Lord. It's not as exciting as a testimony as when someone goes up there and be like, Hey, like I dealt drugs and now I love Jesus. Yeah, but it's like, no, like, but it's a good thing because the Lord still has worked in your life and yeah. your heart.
1: Well, and I think if you go back to you, remember, I said this, this is just coming to me. This is a hot take, okay? Go um, for it. <laughs> um, but going back to what I said earlier about like the more you look back at your story, like the more you see Christ in it, like, mm-hmm. I think. I think that just to argue against the idea that it's less impactful, I think that if you truly see, like, if you are somebody who, man, like, you didn't fall off the track and, like, you have faithfully been pursuing Christ, like, your whole life, you know, since you you got saved at six, like, man, I I think that you can actually look back at your testimony, and I think that you can see that, like, one, Christ has been incredibly active in your life, and, and, and I think because of that reason, like, I think when you share your testimony, like, I think, I think getting out of the box of like my testimony is like when I got saved and it's like yeah. well like nothing happened before I got six and so mm. my testimony is that I got saved is like no 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 your testimony is that you got saved at six and then man like when temptation came your way or when hardship came your way or or when you were tempted to like jump the tracks like you know like when, yeah. when all these things when you went off to college and you found a church and you got plugged in like that is impactful like I think that I think that there is, like, a, a tendency to almost slight those, yeah. those testimonies. And I, I, I think that, honestly, like, I think that that's something that I even do. Like, just internally, like, I'm just like, ah, oh, like, like, it's a good testimony. Like, that's great. Like, that's yeah. awesome. But also, like, less yeah. exciting. And it's like, no, like, I think that we need to come to a place where we can see those things as, man, like, yeah. that is impactful. Well, I just think yeah. about
0: the people who you look at on mission, and I know we've we got to go to the end of this episode, <laughs> but who, who lived on mission in high school. And I think that is something that should be celebrated. Like, they didn't run from God in a time where most people do. And so, like, that is something, like, I do, like, yes, but I do think, like, there are still differences in terms of impact, but you don't measure the impact of your testimony. Like, only God knows how impactful you were. Um, But just know if you think your testimony is not impactful, yeah, like, I would agree with that. Like, just know that, like, the Lord is still working in your life. and. The fact that you haven't had this big season of running from God, like that is a testament to God's power within you from a young age. Yeah.
1: And honestly, like, this is, ooh, I don't know. Go for it. We might have to cut this part out because okay. it's, it's kind of harsh, I think. But it, it's a challenge. and um, I think that if you look at your life and you look at your testimony and you say that I have a boring testimony or I don't have an interesting testimony or I haven't seen God do anything miraculous in my life, I think you really should take stock of how well you know Christ. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, like if you are pursuing him, if you are walking with him, if you are, you know, as you said, like living on mission, I think you do see God act in in incredible ways. Praise should
0: abound of how he's worked in your life. And
1: so I think if if you if you can look at your testimony and say that like I don't see God at all, man, like I think you should really ask yourself like have have i actually been walking with christ then like i think that you know like and that can be a a hard question especially for people who like they don't they never fell off the tracks like they never did anything wrong but if they're not necessarily living for christ either like man i don't know like that's and again we might have to i don't know (laughs) i I feel like that's a harsh stance to take but I, i think that that's important to challenge yeah um ourselves in our faith like if I look back at my testimony like after I came to Christ like after, after I pulled out of all of that sin and, and everything like if the last like year with me and Elizabeth you know getting engaged and married and all that stuff if Christ wasn't a part of that like if I look at that as like man that was a boring year like God really just didn't move at all like I don't know like I don't know like it, part of me is kind of like man like how much was I actually pursuing him and living for him Then like that would be a hard, hard thing but I think something that we should do yeah. So take a look at that I'm sorry the last, that was it so with that uh, to close out because we you know we constantly ask our viewers um, book recommendations um, me and Christian are um, I was going to say avid readers we both- <laughs> that's probably not true for me right now but <laughs> we <laughs> love reading though we do love yes, books yes. even if we're not always amazing at reading the only reason yeah. I'm, I've been reading a lot is because we're fasting but uh, and forcing ourselves to read and i spent a bunch of money on it but uh but with that man christian what are you reading right now what
0: is- well right now i'm in the middle of the shack um <laughs> it was recommended to me by a friend and look god god still works through the shack like i don't doubt that because um, like my friend who recommended it like that's how he started to begin to grow in his relationship with the lord um you sound but so mad just, about it. <laughs> it's sad. not that I'm mad about it. Like, you know, I just am not, like, I, it's really challenged me because, like, I'm trying to learn how to read books that I disagree with. And so, like, like, and this is something, like, yeah. I like opening myself up to those ideas. But granted, like, I'm the type that will always shut them down. Yeah. Granted, I will grow and all of that stuff. Um, but with this book, like, I don't know, it's just, like, There have just been a lot of statements that have a lot of progressive theology and I'm not a super big fan of, Um, I mean, God is portrayed as a woman instead of a father um, in the book. And I know there's a reason for it, but like, it's just not something that it's like, I don't see anything in scripture that lines up that God transforms his deity and his image just to appease like how we view our earthly fathers um and i think steve talked about that today like no like the idea of the father is that he is perfect and that our fathers here on earth are supposed to be um pictures of that but they're not perfect pictures of that and so that's just one main thing that i don't like about the book but again i am going to read it out and then just say that I don't like it. So that's that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but
1: I'm proud of you for reading through it. Yeah, that's but what book. have you been reading? Um So I'm actually reading a book by Dallas Willard um, called The Spirit of the Disciplines. And so it's actually been on my reading list for years now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's been on my reading list for two or three years. Like, around the time me and Elizabeth started dating is one of the first times I heard, this, heard of this book. And I think it's from, like from like 1980 maybe or 1970 Um, and so there there's another book that i i i read around that time called the celebration celebration of discipline Mm. and it's all about the practicalities of discipline whereas the spirit of discipline is more about like man like what is the place and purpose of the disciplines anyways Mm. it's been a fantastic book so far um it's been very interesting like just the stuff that it talks through as far as like mean, like where does where do works actually fit into our mm-hmm. faith like what, what what does James mean that, that faith without works is dead and, and how do we actually like how do we how do we mesh that with a belief that we are saved through grace alone or through faith alone yeah. saved by grace through faith alone like it, anyways it, it's been a fantastic book and and honestly like, it's one that like I, I will probably recommend to people because it's just been it's been good. I'm I'm about halfway through I yeah. think right now. But That's really good. It, I actually
0: good. finished a book called The Disciplines of a Godly Man by Kent Hughes. Yeah. And like it was very similar about disciplines and just reading about all of the various things that we need to do as believers and yeah. I think we're called to whether it's work or church or um, prayer and reading in the Word and um, it was just a good reflection. But at the end of the book, I remember him saying like, Yeah, like. We just are naturally not good at discipline. Like, yeah. disciplines are tough. They are. But, like, he's like, focus on one or two and try to get really good at those discipline. Um, like, that's kind of been my mantra or whatever of 2021 20, like is do the simple things well. Yeah. And so just Whatever you are doing. Like,
1: whatever you find to do with your hands. Yeah. <laughs> just do them
0: well. And so, like, reading and praying, like, yes, they're simple things. I mean, when you walk with the Lord for a while, you're like, oh, these are simple things. But if you do them well, like... What impact would that have on your life? And I think yeah. the disciplines are the same thing. Um, it's not complex. It's not a ten-step plan. Like they're just a discipline that you just need to
1: um, work with the Lord to yeah. spend time with God. Like that—that yeah. that really is the basis. Like if you were to set up spiritual discipline in a in a word, it is spend time with God. Like it is. It is simply like the same way that we would practice building a relationship with somebody else like it's time spent it's not necessarily vacations that you go on or long trips like those can be great and and good ways to like you know really push through but for a relationship to like grow in depth I think it it is like you said time spent like doing the basics well
0: and discipline you might ask what does discipline mean well so our actual next episode we're going to start defining churchy words Um, and so that's our next kind of topic Um, And so if you have any ideas for other church words that we should um, address and define and actually talk about or any other topics that you want us to cover um, in these type of episodes, uh, we have an Instagram um, at because he did. um, And we also have a Gmail. Um, Those are both linked in the show notes and both our books that we are reading right now will be linked in the show notes um, and any other resources that we find. Will be linked down there, but um, we'll continue. Any last thoughts? Go. Yeah, <laughs> last thing. Um, yeah.
1: We would honestly love to hear feedback from you guys. You know, Spotify, which is is the main one that we have most of our listeners on, doesn't really have like a review based yeah. thing. Whereas I know Apple Podcasts does. There's a way yeah. to rate and review and stuff. Um, but with that, man, we would love to hear your feedback um, about this episode. Honestly, like, is this something that you enjoyed? Would you be interested in listening to more episodes like this? Yeah. Um, we're, we're not planning on replacing our testimonies. That is still going to be, um, like we said, the bread and butter of, of this podcast. But we would love to hear your feedback just on these episodes and, and what you actually think um, about all of that. And so, again, we would love to hear that. Our email, like you said, is going to be in the show notes. So please respond.
0: Yes, for sure. And, yeah, give us a follow on Instagram, Spotify, and wherever you listen to the podcast. But thank you guys for listening to this topic episode. It was good. We'll see you guys next time.